Hey guys, welcome to What's for Dinner. Hey, what's for dinner? Um, I don't know yet. I haven't eaten because I'm recording this probably three weeks before this episode goes up. Whatever, guys. How are you? Hope you're enjoying yourself. This is episode 180 of What's for Dinner, and it's the second part to last week or two weeks ago, the last episode with uh, Dan Gabriel. And uh, this is uh, this is a fun one because uh, this is going to pick up right when Allison starts talking about how she and I met, which most of you probably know has to do with Skippy Green. And then Skippy Green shows up, but doesn't go away for a little while. Skippy Green sticks around and actually gets the tables turned on him when it comes to the little part of the show called the Skippy Green Show. So um, that is definitely something that you guys should stick around for. Uh, Some other stuff we talked about. Um, uh, Dan and I talked about bad hecklers. Matter of fact, his worst heckler moment. And uh, Dan Gabriel is also, uh, like myself, a cruise comic, um, as a, on, along with being a club comic. But cruise comedy is not as easy as some people think, and we talked about that, too. Matter of fact, I'm on the ship right now. Well, not right now, because I'm recording this beforehand, but when this episode goes up, I will be on the ship. So if I record an episode while I'm on the ship, you're going to hear me at this very time. This is confusing. Like, as you're hearing this, I'm probably recording another sh- show on the ship that's what i meant but like i said i am on the ship right now and um if you guys happen to be on the norwegian escape you're gonna see me and if you guys are in the uh central florida area on the west coast the march 30th through april 3rd i will be at mccurdy's comedy theater most likely recording a brand new cd very excited about that and hey why not pitch this april 20th of uh next month i'm gonna be at the piseo camaria cinemas (laughs) <laughs> in uh, Camarillo, California, doing a gig out there. And then I'll be back on the getaway from April 24th through March 22nd. So some cruise work coming up. Anyway, I'm rambling. So why don't we just start episode 180 with Dan Gabriel, part two from last week. And uh, enjoy the show, guys. Bye-bye. What's for dinner? What's for dinner? What, what's for dinner? Talking, talking about what's ever on their minds. Talking, talking about what's ever on their minds. We've told this story many times, but yeah. do you know how we met? We met um, he I was know you met on a show. We, we were booked on a show at the Improv. I'll give you the bullet points because everybody's oh. heard this story a million times. But we met on a show at the Improv. Jill Michelle Melian, do you know her? She booked us both on it. Anyway, yeah, I think I, I, that's our, our, our middle point. But he was Skippy Green. And um, he did this song to close his show about going down on women. And I do songs about going down on guys. So I thought, oh, I'll be breezy and I'll go talk to him. So I ran up to him and our, and our first words, I went up to him and I go, oh, my God, Skippy, thank you so much. I came three times during your song. He doesn't skip a beat. He goes, would you care to make it a fourth? And that's our first word. Hey, that's my line. That's my line. By the way. Oh, Skippy, where are you? I didn't know you were there. Speaking of me. Did he have a? Did you had the cigar? The cigar. He, and he had, had it face, ready. The yeah. whole everything. He did this. He, hey. Wait, did you not hear that? It's, it's time for a little bit of. Wait a minute. It's the Skippy Green Show. For dinner. Fuck you. Fuck you. Hey. Hello. Hey, Dan. <laughs> How are you, my friend? How's it going, Skippy? Oh, it's going good, aside from the technical fuck-up. How are you? Oh, good. I haven't seen you since we did that uh, show at Lovett's Club together. Oh, my God. I was so high at the time. (laughs) I was so fuck. I barely remember Lovett's. 
wasn't he on a uh, Fridays back in the early eighties? Yeah, something like that. Something like that. He was in a he was in a league of their own. He was literally <laughs> figuratively. Callback, callback. <laughs> Along with a uh, Bill I'm Paxton, aware. I believe Bill Paxton yes, was he, in the yes. league of their own. Of yeah. course he was. Uh, all right, Dan. I'm, uh, it's been a while since you've been here, but this little part of the show, we're gonna play a little game, okay? First of all, you do what you, you take your medication. So I want you to be very uh, healthy for this for this part of the game. Indeed. All right. Welcome to our home. <laughs> All right, Mr. Gabriel. I'm going to ask you a question. And you got to answer the question in 10 words exactly. Not 11, not 9, 10 words. And uh, four eyes over here is going to be your uh, fingers. All right, and this is in honor of, uh, of the thing that you and, you and Flip had in common. All right. If you could fuck. Wait, wait. Your question is going to be 10 words and my answer? No, no. Your your answer answer has to be 10 10 words. Exactly. Let's start again. Okay. Hola, Senor Gabriel. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. (coughs) Must have been someone I ate. All right. If you. (laughs) Skippy, I've missed you. Could fuck. To any 80s sitcom theme song. (laughs) What show would it be and why? Now, remember, a lot of people, I'm going to give you a little point. A lot of people make the mistake of going, I would fuck to the... Waste words. Waste words. You got 10 words. Best way to go is your answer, because. So I'm just giving you that. So. I love. I didn't know you started doing uh, some preliminaries. Well, you know, too many people waste the time. It's and like, it, yeah, yeah. It's it's like when I go down on you. You know, I just I, I'm, I'm always time. wasting time hearing about your thoughts. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Dan I is, thought it was is, just is a waste a of pre- time in a different regard. Hi-yo. Any time on you is a waste of time. Nice. Okay. Um, and his answer is. And my words. answer is ten words. Thank you for being a friend. How many is that so far? That's seven. Thank you for being a French. Six. Six. Thank you from for Golden being a Girls. Friend. There's a whole because that now you have one word to explain because. You could say Golden Girls theme because, and now you have six more words. We're giving you such a leeway on <laughs> oh. this. Like, like leading you in. My like God. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Golden Girls theme because. It's upbeat and fairly over quickly. <laughs> nice. Much like sex nice. with Allison. That's good. That's a very good one. That's a very, very good one. Skippy. That's that what's gonna happen later. Some quick thank you for being a friend. I'm gonna go I'm gonna golden shower you. Thank you for letting me pee on you That's from your head down to your toes. One of you can pretend to be, you know. Uh, well, since I have the Blanche. penis, I'll be B. Arthur. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and since I'm dumb and high, I'll be Rose. <laughs> Makes sense. You could be Blanche. <laughs> and then the cat will be, the cat'll be Estelle Getty. Looks kind of like her. Because she doesn't know where she is either. I thought because she was Sicilian. She's well, dead. Who cares? Um, what's uh, uh, what, what's your pick? What's your what's your thing? Skippy's never been asked. Dun, 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 dun. 
Skippy's turn. Skippy is to answer the same question in 10 words exactly. Uh, do you know in all this time we never turned it back at him? Really? Good for you. Good for you, sir. I always thought that this was, I, I, I thought that this was like a setup to one no. that you had no, ready. No, no, no. no he always asks the question. No one's ever turned the old tables on the Skipper. Yeah, wow. yeah. I've been asked a million times. As a, a, am I the first to pick Golden Girls? He's, he doesn't ask the same question. He always asks something different. It might usually, it's oh, usually okay. fuck. Who, 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 if you oh, could fuck. I'm going to ask you the question as your sister, Skanky. He already asked me. It's all right. Well, yeah, d- don't you just took you just took the wind out of my sails. I took the wind out of many things in you. <laughs> Break wind on you. All right. If you could fuck to any 80s sitcom theme, what would it be in 10 words exactly, you cunt? <clears throat> Thank you, Skanky. That's it. Different strokes. <laughs> <laughs> you stupid bitch. Because I love anything to do with stroking. All right. I'll take it, Skippy. Thank All you. Right. Nice. Good. The alternative the would have been different strokes I, because I black the kids different are strokes all, theme song. always hilarious and lovely. Different strokes, but different. Now the world like. don't move to the beat of just one drum. Okay. What might be right for you may, may not, not be, be right, right for some. some. A man is born, he's a man of needs. Then a l- means, then a long come to. They got yeah, nothing but the genes, but they got different strokes. They got different strokes. It takes different strokes to make the world. Everybody's yeah. got a right. special kind. I'm going wow. kind of story. Man. Everybody finds a way to shine. You're now, crazy. no matter what you got, not a lot. So what? They'll have theirs, you'll have yours, and I'll have mine. Wow. And together we'll be fine, because it takes. Different strokes. Man, this is uh, you know. Don't 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 stump the skipper. No, that's uh, I'm I'm amazed. That your uh, your your memory. I couldn't remember it. Well, there's a, there's a reason why. Yeah. You see, Dan. Can I call you Dan? You may. Steve. When I was younger. <laughs> <laughs> when I was younger, Derek, I had a lot of things going on. I had a lot of my plate. I had a I had a mother who abandoned me when I was three years old. She left me. And my brother and my sister Skanky, my brother, by the way, uh, Slurpee. He was Indian. He was adopted. Skippy, <laughs> Skippy, Skanky, and Slurpee. Yeah. There's Which another one, other, and there's also another sister Slappy, but she does, she's not spoken. She as died much as... at childbirth. So me, Skanky, and Slurpee. <laughs> she was slapped to death. <laughs> <laughs> we all grew up in a tenement house in in a in a, in a Harlem, and. Uh, this is this is true. Uh, I I had to use my memory every day to remember how to get home to avoid getting beaten up, and also how to uh, how to cook because it was just you know I was taking care of uh, slapping Slurpee, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> I had to remember how to make peanut butter and jelly, how to make macaroni, and it was very tough for me because even though I was seven, I was so stoned. <laughs> oh my god! Just smoking all the time. I was selling it. That's how we were making the money. Really, we had a little grow house in the back of a tenement building. It wasn't really pot that we were growing. It was kind of a combination of cabbage and uh, and and a little great ecstasy that I found on the ground. But you could smoke it. Yeah, yeah. They called it cabbage seed. <laughs> the, 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 that's where most retarded cabbage patch kids came from. Was the ecstasy filled cabbage? We're learning so much about you today, well, Skippy. This is such a treat. You know what? Usually I don't open up too much on this show, but much like you, 
I want to keep everything open. So, um, so yeah, because of all of that, I have a, an amazing uh, memory to, uh, to, to, because theme songs, theme songs, songs, porno too. Fuck it, this pussy See, hates you, me. Yeah, you, all these pussies around. Right. What are you going to do? Especially that Flip Schultz. hi Right, Skippy? Yep, I got to go. It's the Skippy Green Show. Hey, what happened? <laughs> That was this fu- isn't strange. This is schizophrenic. <laughs> 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 this is not schizophrenic at all. We're no, no, no. Here. How often does he do that? It's, sk- it's schizophrenic. How often does that happen? Skippy, Skippy, you know what? It's it's only somehow when there's a microphone in front of him that uh, Skippy, there's a microphone in the room that Skippy comes out. Yeah. yeah. Other than that, Skippy's kind of a homebody. He stays deep in the subconscious. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't come out very often. I feel often. like I should be lying on the couch. <laughs> well, it started when I was... <laughs> little kid and I had an imaginary friend. It's it's your uh yeah, it, sometimes you put on a sock on your hand and just yeah. do that. And then after he does one of these little hat, little hat, little, little cigar. Little hat and a cigar. Hey there, Remy. Uh, you ever seen the Skippy puppet I have? No, you have a Skippy. Oh Some uh, a, a, a a really um nice talented uh, person who's a fan of mine from Tampa years ago. She makes personalized puppets. That's her job. You send a picture of somebody and for money, she will make a puppet that resembles them. Oh so God. she once That's asked brilliant. me, she says, if you ever need a puppet for anything, let me know. And I and at the time, I was doing a, like this one-man Skippy show. And I created this backstory for Skippy. And he was actually a bad ventriloquist in his early days. And I said, you know, funny, I actually do need a puppet that kind of looks like this character I do. A month later, she sends me this great, it looks like it's a fantastic. professional puppet. It's, it's a little worn now because I've been wow. keeping it in this bag. but. I used to bring it out on stage in my act. He was on the Gong Show with it. I was on the really? Gong Show doing bad ventriloquism. Yeah, with like it was, a, it, well, well, what I did is I go, I go, I, I come out with a puppet, and I said, uh, before I start, uh, my friend Little Skippy here isn't feeling well, so to make sure I don't catch his cold, I need to protect myself. And with that, I put a surgical mask on <laughs> over my face. So then I'm like, hey, little Skippy. And under the mask, I'm like, hey, how are you? <laughs> <laughs> it was this great little loophole I found in Duvin Troll Quiz. That's funny. I know. I should try to do that again. Yeah. yeah. You should go and do Skippy. Oh, my God. That's the way that you're able to do two shows. A Skippy where you don't have to change outfits. You can actually, because you know he's open for himself as Skippy. Really? How do yeah. you do it? And then the MC does a bunch of time in between. Yeah, usually, like, the MC will go up. They do, do they? Do, like, 5'10", five, five, and then um, I'll go up as Skippy, do, like, 25. Go back in the Sometimes green room. Sometimes I'll feature, and then he has all that time to change. Yeah, well, this I'm not even talking when you're not even on the show. Oh, gotcha. I'm talking about, like, uh, I'll oh, do, like, 25 as a feature set, go in the green room, the MC goes back up, does 5, I change, I go back up as me. And Is there anybody who tries to ruin it? At, like when you go back up as you and they're like, I tell them, I same said, I, I'll, I'll tell the MC never, you know, don't even mention you might recognize wink, wink there. Your head. I just say two different people do different comics. Don't make a deal of it. And here's a great part in the audience. And I'm not exaggerating. 90 to 95 percent of the audience has no, no idea. idea. It's the same person. No idea. It's a hat and glasses. Are you they have serious? No idea. Yes. Yeah. 
I have had people come up to me and say, you were great. The guy with the hat was awful, but yeah. you were great. As serious as could be. Yeah. I've had people. People come, were like, oh, that really? Don't, that, he said, I look like somebody. Yeah, he, was was, like, he was like, just making a joke. He's like, I look like that Skippy Green people say. And this girl's like, no, you don't. And I look at her, I go, 100% really? had no, it was like, nah. You yeah. Don't. I was, last time I did Skippy, I, uh, I was in somewhere in Northern California. I went up for a quick gig and, um, one of the comics who was at the show afterward i you know i did skippy i did myself afterward we're at a bar we're all hanging out and i said to the comic um because he's like hey good show i said thanks i go what'd you think of skippy he goes that ah, wasn't really my thing you know i and i kind of looked at him he goes oh i don't know if you know him or anything but uh, i just you know i never uh, was a fan of character comedy at the end of the set he got me with all those knock knock jokes he did but uh and i kind of look at him and i go you know what since you're a comic i'll let you in on a little secret and he goes you're Skippy Green. And I went, you think? And he goes, no! No fucking way! No! Like, this is... Holy this was, shit! This yeah. is a few weeks ago. Where he used to, like, have no mustache, like, when he was clean-shaven, and he would actually put a fake mustache, like, with glue and everything on. Yeah. So when you took it off, it was... You were sort of understandable that maybe you could not tell it to yeah. a part... But he goes up like this as Flip, like with the facial hair. With and my then... dick out, just like this as Flip. <laughs> <laughs> it's radio, let's pretend. That's how I'm used to you. And then he... <laughs> 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 <Nice>. <laughs> Aren't we all? Um, so, no, no, no. And then he'll go, he'll go up as Skippy, nothing different except for the glasses and the hat. It's the same face. Yeah. It's crazy. It's, it's crazy. Fun. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. hilarious. Thanks, man. Yeah. That's but, a, I mean, that's amazing to pull that off. I mean, because it, it would, it, I mean, it would still be awesome if they knew it because it's, it's even, you know what I mean? Yeah, like I kind of like do, it when they don't know. And no, I, it's, it's, it, it, it's, it's, it's awesome that they don't know, but it allows for him to like have, like it allows for him to have the um, ability to say the crudest stuff that Flip can come up with yeah. and not get in it trouble with Flip. Yeah. I mean, have you, you've never I've done like a character or anything on stage? Like you ever? <coughs> no, not really. One, I mean, not really. When did you One start time comedy? for Halloween, I painted myself in green and I went up and did my regular set as Hulk, but <laughs> I did it in like how Hulk talks. I was, Me? and it was a bitch because I had to like. In my head, I had to like do a joke and then figure out like the, how to the say it. Hulk think flying weird, you know. Like, <laughs> and I, I committed to the bit. That as long as you commit, that's I I totally committed to the bit, and I had a lot of comics after going like, man, I can't believe you stayed in character that whole time. <laughs> like, oh, it's I I've seen. Uh, do you know Gary Valentine? Yeah, Kevin James' brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Years ago, because they're both from Florida. Um, Gary was just like a road comic, just a club comic. And at Uncle Funny's, actually, one night he went up and he did his set, but as this character, like, I couldn't even tell you the guy's name, which is, he was like just kind of young, dressed in like plaid pants, whatever. And it was the first time I'd seen somebody live do like a character bit. And I remember he got off stage and the club owner, Dorfman, was like, dude, you've got balls. I cannot believe you fucking did that. And I, I, even if somebody doesn't have like a full on character like Skippy, but they still go up and do something like that, like you know, like you did, committing to the and bit of staying. I've like I fucking love that man. I love when you when we take this art that we do, this opportunity that we have to be on stage and do something that just turns it on its ear a little bit. You yeah, know? I think it's memorable and very creative. Hey. 
Yeah. And that's the one you know, that grows. You know, um, Ron Mori? Yeah. Moron. Moron. Yeah. Ron, uh, Ron used to do that. Did he really? He would he would go up as a as a character and uh, and then go up as himself and nobody knew the difference. Really? Yeah, he I didn't know he did that, that too. That's cool. It's like a it's a funny little like. It has to do, I think, with your confidence level. And it, it. it uh, yeah, I mean, like you definitely have to have the balls to pull it off and to see it through. Yeah. yeah. But you also got to be a guy who can do a voice, and who can keep it like disguise themselves quickly in a way that the audience the is audience gonna is know not gonna it's them you right. know what i mean like you you i mean can do two different voices i could do three well you know what i mean yes no uh, I, but I, he is skippy is a completely different person like yeah, that's yeah. that's what's kind of even crazier like he's can lose himself in skippy and not really not that he doesn't remember what he's saying, like he's blacking out or anything, but he <laughs> little Norman Bates. <laughs> little Norman Bates. Yeah, we were watching Bates Motel. Anyway, uh, the idea that he will um, one time he got heckled and he went off in a way that Flip would oh, yeah, never I, allow Skippy, himself to be on stage. I remember specifically twice uh, I got heckled by uh, an Asian woman, and she well she was a bitch. She was like, if I remember correctly, she was talking at the table and texting and just being a complete bitch. So I said something, uh, something to the effect of, if your mouth was as shut as your eyes, maybe I can get on with my show. Something like that. <laughs> and then another time at the, uh, no, I don't. Did it get a laugh? I don't, I think it got a Like he sort a of gas. Like, <laughs> like, honestly, it's like, and, and, and I don't mean, I, I hate when the show turns all about this. Because um, I want to, it's. Yeah, we got to talk to him. Okay. Yeah. After this, but, we talk to him. We'll um, make it a two-parter. Oh, it already is. Um, the uh, uh, the other time I was at Melrose at the Improv during a uh, refried Friday show, like an all Latino show, and there was this girl right on the side of the stage, and every joke I did, she go, "Not funny. You're stupid." Not loud that the whole room heard, but loud enough that I could hear. Oh. Like the people and you, you know how fucking yeah. frustrating that is. Yeah. And it's just because no matter what anybody, no, what it, it, no matter what's going on out in the crowd, all you're hearing and seeing is this fucking bitch. And she like had that like real caked on makeup, like how a lot of Latinas tend to do. No offense to Latinas, but you know, the ones that do that, like the real kind of chola yeah. kind of girls. Yeah. And so at one point, I just. I, I don't know exactly what I said to Skippy, but it's just, again, going into this character and just giving it to the character. And I said, like, you know, why don't you shut the fuck up, you dirty spick? Get the fuck out. And I got I said, get her the fuck, get her the fuck out of here right now. You're rude. You're rude, ugly. You look like fucking Ronald McDonald on acid. Get the fuck out of here. And, I, and, I, and somebody after the show goes, you realize you called her a dirty spick during the Latina show? And I'm like, I did? And I, I had it on tape, and I listened back. I'm like, oh, my God. I didn't even realize I said that. Did it get a laugh? <laughs> <laughs> that, every time that you've said something terrible, he's like, but did but it did get it the get laugh? That, like, but that's, that's you, that's you don't matters. understand. Like, if it got the laugh, it then it's valid. It, the, you know, it, that's the only difference. That's the only fucking, you can say anything you want. I it gets the laugh. Again, I, 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 rem <laughs> I think what happened was the Ronald McDonald on acid got the laugh, but the uh, dirty spick, dirty I think spick. that got a gasp. Yeah. That got a but well, do you climb harsh. out of that hole? How do, yeah. How do you, how do you I, get out of that hole? I didn't, I just kept going. Went back into the set. 
and yeah. I think it ended it ended fine. I I yeah. I sometimes like I'll realize that I I got a little meaner than I should have been. Like just you, you know what I mean. What's the like, worst tackle you ever got, or like the worst moment on stage where you were like just wanted to kill? I him? I realized um uh, once like I don't know or not early on, but you know four or five years in a comedy, I was doing a I was doing a club in Texas, and there were these uh, the side table was kind of also lit by the stage lights mm-hmm. so everybody could clearly see the side table and it was these four um uh, fat black women that decided to hate me and uh i f- i fucking decided to try to deal with them as like regular hecklers and i called one of them a bitch and that fucking crowd turned on me oh wow oh, and i ate it how this. soon into the set did you this him? was f- early into the set and you were this featuring was, i was featuring i had oh. a half hour to do and oh. i fucking just ate it and i got off stage and the manager was like what was that <laughs> that was a full yeah. black one yeah so um, i decided yeah, you know i learned that night that like if if you know some uh fat black women decide to hate me i fucking charge through with my material and, yep. and just like live with it or you know yeah, I remember like one of the first times I ever got heckled. I was doing a uh, guest set on an open mic night at Uncle Funny's again, and um, there was a guy that I knew in the audience who happened to be there, and I said like, uh, "So you know, I got my girlfriend," and he starts laughing, and I could have just powered on, but he was like right on the side of the stage, so I kind of feel a little cocky because I knew him, and I go, "Hey, why are you laughing?" He goes, "I just can't picture you with a girl." And the crowd laughs. And, like, I, I'd never had that before to where I got heckled and the crowd turned on, you know, went with them. And yeah. I'm, you know, normally what would I do? Normally now if somebody, like, got a good line in, I'd go, oh, it was pretty good. I'd you know, kind of give them a high five or whatever. At the time I was just so nervous and I thought, like, you can never let them have control like that. And I, try, I said something like uh, – he was balding. I said, oh, what is your neck blowing a bubble? <laughs> just, just shut up. Shut the fuck up. And crowd totally turned right then and there. And, like, I never got him back. And I remember there was a – headliner there who told me she goes you know don't ever do that don't you know when when only when when they get the better of you don't try to turn it around let them have their moment and then keep going yeah so it was a lesson yeah. learned yeah i'll um one uh, i was in um reno a couple of uh months ago quit bragging <laughs> and uh there was this table of drunk people up front that were to- kind of ruining the uh opener set or they they weren't ruining it they were just like being they were uh being really chatty and stuff and uh and i was sort of annoyed and i went on stage and i'm doing this one bit and one of them threw out a tag to a joke that i hadn't thought of that was a good (laughs) tag really (laughs) i was like thanks man that's (laughs) that's part of the bit now oh that's (laughs) you had a helpful heckler yeah a helpler Yeah. I've never. Wow, that's funny. Yeah. Once in a while, like somebody will like throw out something and be like, why didn't I think of that? That, that was only a couple awesome. months ago. Yeah. Wow. And I've been doing that bit for years. I was going to ask how I've long you've been doing, doing the bit. I've been doing that bit for, you know, seven years. Does a guy want to come over, do some writing? <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> yeah. It's it's weird. Just, you know, I was going on stage like, oh, these fucking drunks. It's going to suck. Where were you working in Reno? Um, uh, the new Laugh Factory. There's it a laugh factory. It used to be a catch, yeah. but now it's, it's a factory. factory. Oh, interesting. That's what I hear. Yeah. Nice. That's where, yeah, that's where. Uh, Jill. Did you work it when it was catch? 
No, I was in Reno. The only time I ever worked Reno was many years ago. Oh my God, it was with Albie Lieberman and Rocky Laporte. And you know what? I can't even remember what club it was. It was something that Bud Friedman was booking at the time. Improv? It wasn't an improv, though. It was... Um, actually, it couldn't have been Bud, because Bud has the room up in Tahoe, so he wouldn't have probably... Well, it wasn't always there. The it Tahoe? was in Reno for a little bit. I don't know. I, yeah. I, I don't know. Anyway. I could probably look up. Anyway. But, um, yeah, it was... Uh, it w- there was not a lot to do in Reno, I remember. Yeah, it's it's not. Uh, but I've been playing Reno. I'm from the Bay Area, so I I've been playing Reno forever. That's cool. It's I you know I've had a lot of fun in Reno. It's like everybody gives it shit for not being in Las Vegas, but it's a different thing. It's, it's a different more, vibe there. Yeah, it's like where y- you can go up and get a cheap hotel room and go skiing and you know. I yeah. love the Silver Legacy. My mom always we used to go there. To try to that's do where like the club is. Yeah. Yeah, that's where we used to. Uh, go to try to do tahoe on it on the cheap yeah you know, that's the best way to do tahoe that's on the totally cheap. it's right down the hill yeah. and there's a buffet and there's all this you know and it's like 40 bucks a night on christmas week yeah shit, just go we're jews i i like reno i've had yeah. i've had fun there it's a good time yeah yeah i like oh, the whole area is beautiful over there yeah so where are you gonna be next man um <laughs> i'm doing a ship man You're d- oh that's right yeah yeah, yeah that's now i want to ask i want to talk to you about that too okay um and i know you gotta leave soon to get your kid so uh Right. I'm okay. Okay. Um, cause uh, Dan. What time is it? It's. Oh, I'm okay. Okay. Yeah, we got to Yeah, well, d- this will definitely be a two-part. Hope you guys happy. listening are enjoying part maybe five at this point of no, our. No, it's I'm kidding. We'll split into two. I, I know. Thank Blech. you, baby. Blech. Blech. Um, <coughs> excuse me. So Dan, um, you've been doing. When did you start doing the ships? Uh, twenty uh, eleven. Okay, so you've been doing them for a little bit now. Yeah, but I did Carnival exclusively for like the first three years. Now I heard because I've never worked Carnival. Yeah. Well, ca- no, that didn't count. I heard <laughs> that one, the accommodations are awful, like yes. the cabins. I, somebody told me that there was a actual indus- in industrial pipe going through their. Uh, Dude, it's brutal, cap- and like, yeah, some of them are better than others, but some of them are awful. You're in the bottom half of a bunk bed oh god you got a bunk bed yeah and like you forget where you are and you like get up in the middle of the night and you hit oh. your head on the bottom of the bunk you and know somebody's staying above you no you're not sharing it but it's still a room made for two people that has the bunk bed uh you wow. know and the bunk bed and in the like, top bunk doesn't like sometimes fold they the fold up and sometimes they do sometimes it's just built into the thing uh, it sucks um uh, but sometimes it's like it's like one time I called my neighbor and I go, man, hey, man, can you turn down your music? Because I just got here and I'm, I'm trying to go to sleep. You know, it's, it's, it's one in the morning. And the guy goes, that's not me, man. We live above the dance club. Oh. And so I just, you know, had to like hear this. <laughs> oh, my God. And you don't know that stuff or like, uh, you know, sometimes your room will be like right next to where that they have the anchor stored <laughs> so like oh. as soon as they pull into a port you just hear this like <laughs> yeah oh jesus so, you know i don't mean to be a bitch about it, it, it it's it's still good work it's still great money yeah but, but like you kind of gotta just put up with this shit and don't say anything and like some guys won't do it like kiwi rogers walked off of a ship because he stayed in a room. He's telling me this story about how, like, I got to this carnival boat and I went to my room and I looked at it and I walked straight back off that boat. Really? And I'm like, man, I'm, 
I'm working that chip in two weeks, and I'm going to be staying in that room that, <laughs> that you were too good for. Wow. Yeah. Well, because what I was going to ask is, because um, I started doing them uh, about two years ago, yeah. just exclusively for Norwegian. Mm-hmm. Um, because you're Norwegian? I'm, I'm, <gasps> I'm German, okay. actually. Right. German and Russian. Okay. But if there's ever a Das Vidanya line, I will be on it. Okay. Um, for the longest time, though, I was kind of uh, wary of ships because it was a stigma, or I thought there was a stigma to Not doing anymore. ships. That's what I was gonna. So, like, I because you and I are contemporaries. I know a lot of guys on our level, even maybe a little above, that do the ships. Yeah. And I realized, like, there is nothing wrong with it. This is actually Dude, what a lot of guys are aspiring to right now. It's you know who you know who gives dudes shit about working ships. Guys who cannot get work on, on ships, ships. Yes. because they cannot do clean, because they can't get through a set without, with without with, saying fuck without, without talking without about fuck or shit. And I'm not, I'm not saying any, there's anything wrong with those guys. I, I love a lot of those guys' comedy, but that's that's the filter. Yeah, is you need to get through a set with you know a bunch of four year olds up front, and not lose your shit. Mm-hmm. You know, and know how to play those kind and of know rooms. how to play that, and 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 that's not an easy thing to do. So no. we're well compensated for it. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Like the adult show, anybody could do the adult show. Yeah. Anybody can show up and do Talk the dirty shit, shit yeah. at for late, half hour, late at yeah. night for a bunch of people who are drunk and don't have to drive anywhere. That's the easy part. Right. The you know, the the four year olds and yeah. The, and the uh and making it re- relatable where because for so long i think the, the reason why there was a stigma with cruise comedy was because the cruise guys were terrible like it was like this yeah but there was yeah but there was a stickiness guys, those it. guys get older and their crowds get the crowds you know are are, are want to see some newer stuff so they they you know try out new people and that's why we get that's why we get shuffled in that's how the you yeah. know, business works is they they want to keep it Good entertainment, good. And interesting and new, and uh, they want to yeah. feel like they're not, you know, that they're not booking the same acts that they were a million, you know, long time ago, or right. you know, whatever. 100%. That's why they get new people in and you know try them out, and that's how we start getting the work. When I got into this, like, I was working this club in Ventura, um, Randy Lubis for Randy Lubis, yeah. and Randy goes, "Hey man, uh, you know, I think you might work on ships," and I, because I was being clean that week, just only because I was with Don Friesen. Okay. I was with my buddy Don. He doesn't swear, so I was like, I'm not gonna make it hard on Don and 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 you know swear, be all filthy. Right. So I just worked clean that week, and Randy saw I could work clean and said, Hey, I think you might work on chips. And I was like, I thought he was kidding. I thought it was like, all right, cool. Nice. And then he didn't know. He cool. got you onto the uh, carnival. And then like a week later, I get a call from uh, Steve Smith, uh, who's my agent now, and. Uh, and he goes, hey man, I, you know, you want to work on a carnival ship tomorrow? <laughs> like I, you know, wow, that fast. Yeah, it was like there's a fallout on this on this one ship, and you want to do that? Not and I I went out and I did well. I didn't. I mean, I I just I've been doing it a long time, so I got a bunch of material, and they needed different sets, and I did different sets, and you know, and I got a good report, and they started booking me, and and I you know spent a few years working for them. No. And it was good because I learned how to do it on Carnival to pain in the ass. It's a tough workload. You got to do five half hours. All different? No. I mean, either all different. Two of them clean, three of them dirty. 
Okay. I you either got to tell him at the end of four, I'm done. You either got to tell him don't come back, or deal with disappointed faces. <laughs> so I would do four different half hours, and at the end of the fourth half hour, I would go listen. I'm gonna repeat this set of the next one. So just go away. I would seriously, yeah, that's how I would end it. I'd go, listen, if you like me, that's awesome. Find me online, uh, but fuck off. Yeah, you're, 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 this is what you're yeah. hearing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're going to be singing. Don't again. show wait, wait, up. And, and I'm so sorry, did you say that that is four half hours that you would do for the, for the whole week spliced up? Like, how would the shows go for each day? How many shows would I would do, day? like, I would do, one day I would do, like, one clean and one dirty. Gotcha. And then the next day I would do one clean and two dirties. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, I do for uh, when I'm on Norwegian <coughs> now because we have seven shows that we do. Yeah. Six in the club and one in the theater. Yeah. And um, the the way that I uh, do it now is like the first two days, I pretty much do the same set. Like I repeat a little. Uh, I'm sorry, I do a, a lot of crowd work so that eats into time. So there might be a couple of bits that I missed on one set, but it'll, it'll the basic same set. Then the third, then the uh, theater show is all different. It has to be. And then Wednesday through whatever, um, I open my set going, uh, okay, who's seen me already? Uh, thanks for coming back. You're going to hear some of the same shit. And I just let them know by that. And then I have different stuff that I sprinkle in, but yeah. I do the same thing. I let them know, like, look, you're going to hear some stuff I've already done. Yeah, that's, that's a good way, way to do, to do it. it. That, that's a good way to do it. But, it, it you know, like, I, um, I, 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 I find that they lie. <laughs> when you ask them, because I, I always tell the MC, go, hey, how many people saw Dan already? And I, not that many people will clap. And I'll go, okay, cool. I can go into this other material. And then I get up there and I do the same bits and they're eating it. And then I do a new bit and it works mis- magically. Right. And it's not even as strong as the other shit I was trying to do, you know. But, but like obviously they've seen it yeah. already. So it's like even though they tell you you can repeat, I kind of feel like they get – they get sour. I don't yeah, know. like I, I again because I do so much crowd work that uh, and I, which I like doing anyway. That it I don't there's never I don't think there's ever a set that's completely a hundred percent the same material as another one. But by the end of the week, my set is probably maybe has forty percent of stuff I've already done that week. I definitely save some stuff for the theater. Yeah, that's oh yeah. how the workload is on Royal now because I work mainly Royal now. I'm off Carnival because the, the I. Uh, the new Booker uh, wasn't didn't like me or something, so I, I'm on Royal now. But Royal's awesome because you like the, you stay in a guest room and oh, it's you're telling nice me about this, nice, yeah. and uh, you just do you do um, you do a theater show. Uh, you got to be you got to do like one th- clean theater show and one dirty. Theater and how long show. are the shows in the theater? Like uh, you do like. Uh, maybe two half hours or like a half and then 40. One clean, one dirty? Yeah. Not so bad. Yeah. Uh, there's two ships that have a <coughs> comedy club like Norwegian where you do a ton of sets. You do like 15 shows that week. Holy God. Yeah. You work your ass off that week. You're doing like three a night for a majority of the nights. You start off wow. doing two a night and then you do three a night. This wow. is on Royal Caribbean? On Royal. On two of the ships... There's a comedy club, and it only seats like 120 people. Gotcha. So and they got to keep cranking. Yeah, they got to crank it out. But there's a standby line. Like, everybody's got to get tickets. 
beforehand they got to reserve tickets that's another thing i didn't like about carnivals that anybody could show up whenever they want they just fill the room right so people will just sit all night and not let new people refresh it but like the unreal they got to get tickets so uh um but some people there's a standby line so some people just keep showing up there's this dude <laughs> sitting up front for like eight shows in a row <laughs> this kid arms crossed stone face Six like eight shows in a row. <laughs> I'm like, like, there's other shit to do on the. I ship, know. Kid. Why are you? D- there's a diving show, man. Go, <laughs> go look at the diving. Why are you? Oh, this is easy. Could just look at you. He and just zone out. Antisocial. Yeah. Just maybe he wants to be a comic, a future. Yeah. I've, I, I've actually had um th- this this is what was fun for me doing the ships because uh, I grew up in South Florida, so I used to go on ships like every year with my family. We'd okay. go on vacation. And I would always go to the comedy show. When I, I knew I was going to be a comic when I was a kid. So I'd always go to the comedy shows. And occasionally I'd got to talk to the comics or whatever. Yeah. Um, so I, but like to me, that was always the coolest thing. And now that I'm working on the ships and I am the comic, it's kind of like this seeing the other side of the coin. And I see kids kind of looking at Being me. Being you. You see little you. You see, exactly. Yeah. And there were a couple and of you times. you tell them to fuck off. I say, get the <laughs> fuck out of my face, you little cock. <laughs> Uh, I've had no I've had kids like in the front row just you know wide-eyed and smiling and I remember one time I, I was talking to this kid and I I said uh I said something and the kid was wearing a tie and he and he came back with like a really quick answer I'm like oh this kid's got and I go uh hey come up here for a second and the kid literally goes yes like, with his fist, like yeah and I brought him on stage we riffed for a minute and then I said hey give it up for whatever his name was and he sits down and in my head I'm just thinking that that was fucking me and if a comic did that to me I, it would have been the coolest fucking thing in the world. Yeah. So it like it's it's it neat to change think, the course of his life. Yeah. yeah. Like it's it's yeah. neat to think that that I'm sure that kid's gonna remember that for a while. Like, yeah. And, you know you who knows what that'll. Still remember Bob Zaney. I still remember Bob Bob Zaney, first comic I ever saw live in a club when I was 16 in Vegas. Yeah. Yeah. Where what club? At the Improv when I was at the Riviera. Wow. It was Bob Zaney. And then you uh, got to play that room later when it was the Riv, right? I, did I ever play? I don't think I ever played the Riv. I played the Improv the at Harrah's now. You never played the Riv, though? Did I ever? I played. Sorry to interrupt your story. No, it's okay. I played. Uh, I thought everybody inf- got to play the Riv. I played I never, the shit out of the Riv. Never played the Riv. You never played the Riv? I played, like I said, I played <laughs> Harrah's. You never played the Riv? You never saw Godfather? Yeah, you ain't on the Riv? Come on. I played the. You never watched The Godfather at the Riv? Never watched The Godfather. <laughs> never watched The Riv. Call it in, Rick. Damn Call it, man. It. I love it. Um, uh, no, I, like I said, I worked Harrah's. I worked a, a room in Fremont Street that had a club for a minute. Um, L.A. Comedy Club? No, it was uh, it was like at the Four Queens or the. No, Fitzgerald's. So it was Fitzgerald's okay. on Fremont Street. Um, yeah, I think those are the only Vegas rooms I ever like worked for a week. I've done okay. some one nighters here or there. But okay. never, but never did the riv. I played that, the riv was uh, anyway. Uh, back to your story. Back to no, the, it's, it's you a, saw Bob Zanny when you were sixteen. I saw, I saw Paula Poundstone when I was thirteen. Well, look at you. Let's get into it. Was that at a club or at like? Theater? Was it a club? My mom is awesome. And was it, wait, wait, it was in the Bay Area. In the Bay, Cobbs. Cobbs, yeah. My mom took me. I saw Woman of the Night, which was starring Judy Tenuta. Oh, you saw the taping Paul, of it? No, no, no. I'm oh. just saying I saw it on TV. Oh, I got you. And I loved it. It was Judy Tenuta, Ellen DeGeneres, mm-hmm. Rita Rudner, mm-hmm. and Paula Poundstone, and hosted by Martin Short. Yes, I remember that one. And I fucking memorized it. I loved it. 
so I went to go see Paula Poundstone at Cobbs. My mom took me, 13 years old, oh, that's to, cool. to Cobbs. She called them up, and they said, you can bring your kid if you're the parent. So my mom brought me, and uh, I thought it was like a concert where you could sing along <laughs> to your favorite songs. Oh, that's the cutest thing ever. So Paula would do a bit <laughs> that I knew, and I would go, ba 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 and sing with her. And she looked at me like this little motherfucker. Oh, were you sitting up close? No, I was like, I wasn't up close, but I was, you know, it's a small club. Right, right. Old Cobbs. New Cobbs, huge. Uh, old Cobbs, very small. I was, you know, just 10 feet away from her, though. Oh, wow. So she riffed. Paula can fucking oh, riff, she, dude. Right. That's her thing. Yeah. So she ditched her material and did 20 minutes on me, just asking me questions about my life really? and about, yeah. That's really cool. And it killed. And it f just, I was mesmerized. And we were walking away and we were halfway to the car. And my mom goes, Why don't you go back and get her autograph? And I, so I ran back and I asked the, you know, manager or whatever if I could meet her. And I went and met her and she uh, gave me her autograph on the back of the program or on the back of the, you know, sheet that has flyer the, on the flyer. And uh, yeah. You still have that's it? Awesome. I still have it. Yeah. Of that's course awesome. you do. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. It's really cool, dude. How yeah. fun. So it was almost more of a thing like because you knew the words to her joke, she's like, all right, kid, you and me, we got this. Well, she Room. just wasn't going to let me keep ruining her jokes. Yeah. <laughs> I know that now that she wasn't going to. But, I mean, it's, it. she has to realize that she just did this on HBO. And, that's you know, those bits are burned. You can't. Yeah. yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, But at the time, you didn't even know about that. You were just like, like You're you said, excited. singing along with I yourself. I thought I was. I th I was a super fan. I was so yeah, excited that she that. was doing the bits. Like I'd be I love those bits. I'd be flattered, oh, but it does ruin the bits. Yeah, it but does. how fun that like now looking back, you you got to have this moment at thirteen. Where I mean, did you want to be a comic at thirteen, or did you? No, sort of... I wanted to be a lawyer. Oh. I don't know, but that's that's part of the autograph. I I told her what to write because I was a fucking smartass. I said, "Can you write?" It, I thought I was a good comedian until I met you. And so she wrote that, <laughs> and then she wrote "Good Luck Becoming a Lawyer," uh, Paula Poundstone. Now, have you met her or worked with her since? I have not seen her since, and really? I've been dying to tell her that oh, story. Man. Well, I have a surprise for you on She's the phone on right now. <laughs> it's Skippy Green who fucked Paula Poundstone. How do you think she turned gay? Once she had this cock, she couldn't handle any more. I pounded, pounded her stone. stone. <laughs> I knew you were going to say something. Well, I was just pounding her stone. It was like Harry Potter and the Poundstone. Oh, my gosh. Hilarious. Sorry. Dude, this has been so much fun, man. Thank you so much yeah. for hanging out, brother. Yay, oh, you're welcome. Dan um, where could where could people find you online, by the way? Um, I have CDs and stuff on iTunes, and you can just Google Dan Gabriel and go to my website. I have a podcast that you have uh, were on. Yes. Uh, and there's there's the episodes of that. It's I don't do it anymore, but all the ep old episodes are still funny. Go listen to those. The, Very cool. The flips on one, and um, yeah, thanks. That was fun. Absolutely. Yay. And uh, and then of course Dirty Guitar Girl or Allison Comedy for all the fun following situations. Yes, and uh, you guys know where to find me. Flipisfunny.com. dot com. What's for podcast? What's for dinner? Podcast dot com. Also Twitter, Facebook, all that fun shit. 
thank you guys for this. This was a fun. This was a uh, god an hour. We almost had an hour and wow. a half here. This, long time. this was a long. This that one of the longer like ones that. we've done. Yeah. You guys are gonna watch Godfather tonight, right? We're oh, gonna totally. watch Godfather, and I'm gonna make, I'm gonna make mozzarella stuffed meatballs and spaghetti, and that's Godfather. what's for dinner. Yes. <laughs> Yay. It's all we just called back to a joke from four years ago. <laughs> Thanks <laughs> for listening, guys. We'll what's see you later. What's for dinner? What's for dinner? What, what's for dinner? Talking, talking about what's ever on their minds. Talking, talking about what's ever on their minds. Talking, talking about what's ever on their minds.